Welcome to Leaders Who Celebrate. My name is Pamela Bacallion, marketing veteran turned mindfulness teacher. Thanks for joining Chloe, Jerry, Kavita, Martika, and I while we have candid conversations on leadership, mindfulness, and everything in between. Let's get started. This is episode number two, Grilling Pamela. Pam, tell us about yourself. Tell us everything. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, you guys already know everything. It's just the audience that doesn't. So you guys have to be a bit more specific, maybe. Hmm. Okay, why did you start this podcast? Why did you start Leaders Who Celebrate? What does this all mean to you at this point? Okay, which one do you want to start? So... Maybe you start with why leaders celebrate. So my, for people who haven't heard the story, I was driving. <laughs> um, it's a metaphor, but it's it's a cool one. So you know this beautiful red shiny Ferrari, leather seats, smells delicious, um, and you're driving and you're going super super fast, and you see the cliff. It's showing up. It's right there, and yeah, you keep you keep pressing on the pedal and the closer you get to the cliff the stronger you press on the pedal and then at some point you just tip off and then yeah then you stumble into oblivion so that was me five years ago and um, the biggest lesson from that was to slow down and so once I realized that slowing down was 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 the basis of everything everything just fell into place and and I I decided that I was gonna give back um, by by providing content and bringing people together um, to help people the way I was provided with support and help and guidance and light and I guess that's that's how leaders to celebrate was born and the podcast well it's been it's been a long it's been a long journey to come here and to be at this point today where we're recording but um initially it was supposed to be myself then it was supposed to be a two people podcast and now we're we're five and I wouldn't want it any other way it came about through actually slowing down because once you actually take the time to allow things to align and to feel things out as opposed to pushing them because you think that's what's supposed to be um I didn't come up with the idea it just showed up it just it was very obvious that that was the next step and that was what needed to happen. And even every single woman that's sitting here just appeared as the perfect fit and, and you know, the perfect jigsaw puzzle. Um, there was talks about diversity, about different backgrounds, about uh, personalities and strengths and weaknesses and, and vulnerabilities and, and all those things that make us such beautiful humans. And... And yeah, and having something rounded in order to provide, you know, the widest possible representation of the different topics that we touch on. So, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry? Um, I want to know what's on your mind lately. What's been on your mind lately? Sex. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell us more about that. No, to be quite honest, um, last year was an amazing year for me. 2018 was a year where I totally embraced beauty. And it might seem like a very trivial intention. 
for something that's superficial when in reality it's absolutely not. And it's about, again, celebrating. And beauty is in everything. It's mm, within it us, is. it's on the outside, it's in, you know, looking at a friend or... It's, it's celebrating intentionality, basically, uh, because beauty is intentionality. And it was, it was, it was, it came, it was an objective or like a, 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 something that happened very organically. And, um, you know, the fact that you're sitting here, Derek, you've known me for, for many years now. And, and we just had a photo shoot not too long ago, again, for, for, for the podcast and other things as well. But uh, just being able to sit in my own skin and celebrate my light and my beauty the way I am. Not the version of me in a month or next week or when I lost weight or when I lose weight or when I do, like, just being who I am. Mm. Um, I think that's that's that was the most amazing gift I gave to myself last year. And so this year, I guess what's on my mind is freedom. And that comes in, again, in a lot of different forms. Um, sovereignty for me is about autonomy, financial autonomy, but also autonomy from beliefs, from uh, preconceived notions that were just, you know, put onto the layers of who I've become mm. uh, without my approval <laughs> mm, um, as I was growing up. But now I have a choice. So it's just taking all of these pieces apart. Uh, and yes, yeah, sex is part of that. You know, just I'm from the Middle East, so it's very taboo to, to, to be liberated. And 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 liberation is is probably the next best gift that I, I would be giving myself. So yeah. Which is a form of freedom, like you were saying. Absolutely, yeah. it is. And, and, and... What <laughs> <laughs> most amazing gift than to give yourself the gift of freedom? Yeah. You know, a lot of people, when you go to self-help retreats and stuff, they, they want to be free. But what are they really being free of? In reality, you're just freeing yourself from beliefs and notions and, and things that... Um, you know that are that are that are blocking you for, from standing into your own light. Mm. So yeah, I, I'm focusing on all, on that a lot lately, especially like building a mood board and just you know going crazy with that stuff. It's mm. it's, it's exciting right now. Yeah. So that's what's on my mind. Yeah, I have a question. Kind of going back to what was on your mind, you just said that you went you know through a transition of like just accepting or being more comfortable in your own skin. And knowing you, I know that you went through a lot of different phases within that and explored a lot of different things. Do you want to maybe share a couple like things that you've tried, like with the dance classes and everything in between that really helped you uncover a little bit more about yourself and well, yourself I think even more? Definitely one of the biggest ones was was Tony Robbins and I know there's a lot of people that, you know, think it's a sect and and, 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 and like cult and He's not a guru, um, but <laughs> aka the movie, the link yeah. will be in the bottom. You have to watch it. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. But but um, so many things before that. Also, I think I, I I landed into the Tony Robbins circuit. But before that, I did also a lot of of work and and somatic experiencing and yoga and and yoga nidra and. Uh, NLP and also I'm a guinea pig what can I say I just I I love it it's part of who I am too um I love the the the, the ride the adventure and and just the discovery and honestly I encourage everyone who's listening to this that's another gift you can give to yourself just take yourself on an adventure of whatever topic you want just take yourself on take yourself by the hand that little 
you know, version of you that is scared to go there and just take her by the hand, tell her it's going to be okay. And just go venturing in that space where, you know, you don't think you can, you can go. And honestly, when, once you get there, it's, it's, it's like, it's like going down the rabbit hole in Alice in Wonderland. It's pretty crazy, but it's, it's, it's amazing. It's fun. It's colorful. And, um, it's colorful. Who would have mm. thought I, I would walk on fire twice or jump from a 58 foot pole? This, <laughs> like really, who, who yeah, does that kind of stuff? And for me, um, you know, you would have told me I would have done all of this stuff. I would have told you you were lying. Uh, I was scared of my shadow. So um, you only live in this body once. I think I saw a quote from, from Anthony Hopkins this morning and I shared it on, on Facebook and And it says to stop taking this body for granted. You know, we're in this body once. Just yeah. take it on a ride. Take it on a spin. You know, I do a lot of car metaphors. Maybe it's because of my dad's heritage. <laughs> <laughs> me. But like, take, your, take it on a spin. Take this, take this amazing, you know, amazing machine because it is on a ride. And do whatever you need to get it to the speed or to the functioning of it. Whether it's spiritual, physical. Everyone has different things to work on. Some people need to... And it's not about the losing the weight. It's about getting strong and feeling like you can um, step into things with your body, with your energy, mm -hmm. um, mentally and physically. And then, then just go, go on a ride and surround yourself with people who are going to, you know, be celebrating and cheering while you're on the marathon. Because if you're going to have people that are booing you along the way, it's going to be harder. Yeah. Uh, so find a tribe like the girls that are around <laughs> me right now, and 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 yeah. So people are going to be cheering you, and some that are going to be wanting to jump, like you guys jumped on this podcast. I mean, we're here, you know, on an adventure. On an adventure too. This is this is uncharted territory for us. Um, technology. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and just uh, you know, there aren't that many podcasts out there that are doing round circles. We we thought of this as a different way of of bringing content out and. And who knows if it's gonna work? But that's not that's not the point. We're having an amazing time and mm. and and connecting and speaking our mind. And and while we're doing that, we're 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 growing. A and B, we're contributing, and that's all it's about. Learning. Is there any yeah. uh, aspects of your life where you're not that adventurous? Because we talk a lot about you know where you know take, you could take classes and whatnot. But is there a space in your life where you're not that? That needs a bit of work. You know the three-letter word. Sex. Is it sex? Well, not necessarily. You know, I'm I'm that person who always wants to go deeper. And yeah. And just how deep do you want to go, No, but it's just to be quite honest. classes this this year probably That's in really February intense. it's intense but I mean it's 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 another way of it's discovering like the machine orgasm. it's 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 next level you know I, once I did it, it's on another level did you, you did like it? it I love it and like you said energetic orgasm to the point where someone looks at you and then and you're you coming that's amazing well do you <laughs> want to maybe explain what that is for people who don't know <laughs> maybe is? Jerry can because she's done the Jerry. course clearly no, Jerry don't look at me no it's just not necessarily the course but reading a lot about it and then practicing I guess and trying to understand how to channel your energy and whatnot and some people 
don't believe in that, but you know, you you we're pow- we're more powerful than we believe mm. we are, right? So mm. it's just tapping into that energy and knowing. But we that, are nothing but um, energy. That's all we are. If someone yeah. comes close to you, or just you know, at one point, you you get into that zone the same way you tap into your light. You tap into that where you you start feeling things, and the person's not necessarily touching you; they're just looking at Sounds you. Sounds beautiful. And you start feeling them. I'm freaked out. And then, and then, <laughs> 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 Yeah, the guy, so I'm like, the guy was scared, man. But you can choose when it happens. It's not like anyone walks. <laughs> <laughs> At first, he was like, you look like you're faking it at one point. Because he was like, okay, what are you doing? Like, I'm not even touching you. I said, no, just stay with me, you know? And we went through the, the whole process. And he was like, okay, this is the weirdest thing. But then it happened. Now it's your turn, especially for guys, you know? Because there's only one way that you can, you know, have an orgasm. Well, that's if you actually can have one without, you know, nothing else. It's just you and your energy and just feeling good. You're not and, squeezing your um, legs together? No. No, no, no squeezing involved. No. <laughs> no, no squeezing involved. It's just, I just closed my eyes and I just felt the energy. And at one point, it just happened, you know? Wow. And it's, um, yeah, yeah. And I told him, I said, you know, it's just, but then you, we say tap into it, but we can tap into it anywhere, like for as far as, and a lot of people are obsessed with sex, but then I say, you know, there's other ways to feel good. There's other ways to... I know you can't replace an orgasm, the actual feeling of an orgasm, but um, you can have actually have this feeling on a daily basis just by listening to music, by dancing, Having by eating. Having a good meal. Like, it's all about moment, connecting. You know, yeah. But it's the energy. It's connecting to the it's energy. It's not a sexual energy of <laughs> yes. flirtation. It's just energy, period. And we tend to separate the energy. We just have one energy. And, and it's I guess the same place. To your question, yeah. Not that's that's cool. Yeah. So the answer is sex. But like you explained it, it's not so mm. much about, you know, the grinding world, but like really exploring energy further because... Mm. Uh, whether it's Tony Robbins, yoga, all these different practices, all of them, they're all about harnessing energy because that's all we are. Yes. Um, so I guess the next level is that level, you know, especially when you, I've started doing Kundalini over the past few months too. So um, that that's intense. Mm, okay. The fire breath. No, not so much. I've actually, uh, I've actually, <laughs> you're not supposed to do it through the mouth, so only through the nose. Sorry, Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nostril, right nostril. Yeah. Um, I've, I've actually, I'm on my fourth round of trying to finish my sadhana, which is like a 40-day practice, and I keep mm. falling off the wagon and getting back on it. And my yogi told me that you have to start back on square one, which is, which is a bitch. It's a good learning experience because mm. I like that yogi. You're not, you're not giving up, Sorry. but. But, but it's, it's, you know, even on your, on your expectation or on your self-esteem, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. just fell off the way. It's like, it, it's not about judging yourself or not doing it or such so you, you start again. Mm-hmm. And I had that same experience with my coach Herbie at one point where I was training a lot and he would not let me stop. I, when I went to Fiji and I jumped off that 50, 58 foot pole. <sighs> Yeah, they they tell you usually when you when you go through that experience, the coach tells you as you're climbing, and so basically you have to climb up. So it's like a coconut tree branch which has like spikes on it, and you hold on to the spikes, and you you have a harness in case you fall. But like there's nothing down there; it's just holding you. It's pretty terrifying and intense. But so you're climbing up, and then you get up there, and then it's like tiny and you have to basically have nothing to hold on to but yourself and your will and your resilience and you have to step up onto that that little circumference easy and so they tell you that the way you approach it is the way you approach life and little did i know it just gave me my my modus operandi or how i do operate and 
um, I was at the bottom and I was humming because I was scared, which is something I didn't realize I, I do. And one of the coaches, because they have people there to, to support. And she's like, you should sing while you're climbing because clearly it is helping. So I definitely dived into it. I was screaming sea out from the top, top of my lungs. Uh, <laughs> I can't live like a red. <laughs> <laughs> like, jump up. So, and I actually, it's very funny, but my, my, my colleagues who are at the bottom told me they felt like I was a little ant. Like I climbed up there so quickly. And it's true. And that's how I go about life. Like I experience, I venture. But when it came the moment to actually step into... Um, into the victory or the last step of, okay, I did it. It was so freaking hard. It was so freaking hard just getting myself up there on that very last step to get on there and put my two feet and say, I did it. It's like I wasn't allowing myself or, or um, yeah, granting myself the, mm. the, the gift of saying, yes, I did it. And, but I had done so much work and I remembered one of, one of my teachers that said, Um, you should learn to ask for help. And that's something, you know, I learned from oh, Gabby Bernstein yeah. too. The universe has your back. And so the, the coach below me was saying, Pam, you need to, well, he was instructing you, put some weight on the like He was helping. Mm -hmm. And in another life, I would not have listened. I would have chickened out and gone down. But that's, you know, I, I, I leaned into him and allowed him to help. And then I got myself up there and I took the time to actually just bask into the view because you can see like so far away. And then I jumped. <laughs> That was terrifying. You jump into what? You jump on the... In the void, basically. But they have like... That they view... They have like... Like I told you, like you're on a harness with like something like a rope, like right? a bungee, mm -hmm. like a bungee style okay, rope. Okay, cool. uh, so they catch you as you're going down. Nevertheless, like there's a good drop and it's, mm. it's, it's scary. Oh and you've, you've, already, you've already gone through the emotions of the prep work and the climbing and the... So it's like a big process. And then once I was on the ground, my entire team had like done a fondant and they were like cheering and because that's that's what you do. You know, it's that's, those are mm. the events. Mind you, it was the third day of fasting too. So that was intense. Oh my gosh. Um, and so another thing that showed up as a lesson that I had learned is I was really overwhelmed. I was like not having a panic attack, but I was really, really, really overwhelmed. And they gave me ice packs to put on my armpits and... Yeah, you can do that if you're overwhelmed. If you feel like you're flaring up or feeling anxious, ice packs on armpits and on neck. <laughs> because those are the... Those are... <laughs> for all like tomorrow, <laughs> we'll have our ice packs. <laughs> <laughs> those are... Those you're are, on a date with are, some ice packs. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, about it. When you get scared, where do you sweat? Yeah. You sweat, right? If you get yeah. scared, you get a shoot of sweat. That's It's because true. those are the glands mm. where... You get, you get your nervous system to slow down. And they tried and I lie down and I did my, my, my usual stuff that I usually do to get myself to regulate and nothing was working. And it, it took a lot of guts. And honestly, I felt like I just asked to be brought back to, to the bungalows. And I, really I needed, I, and then talking about slowing down, I needed to slow down. It was just too much, too soon. It was just too much. And the yelling and the cheering. And in another life, I would have been the trooper. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to be there to cheer the other people. No, I need to take care of myself. And mm -hmm. and so they took me in the little van and, and I went into the pool and I just relaxed for like an hour. And I really needed that. But it was it was an amazing experience. It sounds amazing. But it's interesting what you mentioned. I just wanted to say something as far as when you said there was fasting involved. And I realized that every time we do something, we go on a retreat or when you need to go on a higher level as far as your energy or an When you would like conscience, like when mm -hmm. want, they always control what you eat, and it's at, with the fasting, it's like nothing else is in the way. It's just you and your energy and being the space. 
and it just made me realize how much food um, has a huge impact on how we live Absolutely. like what we're mm-hmm. using our energy because every time there's that this intense moment where I need to be in my energy and focus I can't eat or there's something like you know you vegetables it's just or the opposite you know, it's interesting yeah. you ever or the opposite naturally like your body when you're going through an emotional shock or when you're you're going through something your body like you have a loss of appetite often like you just mm. don't even want to process food I think it's our natural way of like you know I told you, we have an amazing machine. Our our, our body mm-hmm. just knows. Yeah. We just need to take slow down and tune there. in. Yeah, exactly. Just take it for a spin. Yeah, like all the spin. answers. All the answers are right there. <laughs> exactly. I have a question. Um, so when we met, um, I pointed this out. Like, it wasn't that long ago, but many of our interactions have led to tears. Mm-hmm. Happy, yeah, that's a normal thing. Yeah, happy. So, and, and it's such an amazing thing. And I, and you mentioned it. You're like, yeah, this is going to happen a lot when we, <laughs> when we speak. It does happen a lot. Even yeah. when I go to retreats and I meet people. And um, is it is it something that you like cultivated over time? Because you're so, we've talked about you're so no, present. I think it's because of what I've gone through. I really can connect to where people are going through in their pain. And that's why I decided to do what I do and to help people. Because... Mm. Um, I walk the talk mm-hmm. <laughs> to, uh, unfortunately, sometimes it's, it's like, it's super painful. And, but I do like, if anyone knows me, they know that I wasn't, I wasn't this way. I would, I would, you know, I would say things and not follow through, you know, I was a previous addict. I was an emotional addict and it was an overeater and, and, you know, I, I, I didn't have responsibility. And today I live by the rule of total responsibility. And that's, that's, that's not easy every day. But I owe it to myself and to the people I surround myself with because it's the only way to be, mm-hmm. um, no matter what you do. And and when you do your your twelve steps, when you're an AA or MA, multi addicts anonymous, like one of the steps is to actually, at the end of the day, do an inventory of your day and to realize if you've hurt someone or if you, and just take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. And if you can't apologize to them, accountability. Yeah, you can. You can apologize. You know, who hope the photos for yourself because sometimes you can't do it <laughs> to people. Yeah, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. But um, it's it's about presence, I think. And I think today we seldom are with people who 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 can be present. And yes, I do cultivate presence. Mm-hmm. And and. The people who remind me of that the most, and I think that's probably one of uh, the reasons they're in my life, are my children. Sometimes yeah. I just want to run away from them, but they're the <laughs> ultimate reminders. No, it's true. It's, it's so true. It's so hard because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a single mom. There's you no dad involved. To. I don't have family here. It's 24 7 all the time. Mm. Sometimes, no, I, I'm very, I'm very blessed to have ways of, of supporting myself and them, but yes, Chloe. Chloe babysits <laughs> sometimes. So Thank that, you, Chloe. So that I, so that I can take my car on a, on a spin. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, so 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 yeah, it's it's when I'm on a bender and I'm disconnected and I'm not being present, I know that my kids will be completely outrageously uh, chaotic. Mm-hmm. And it only takes a few seconds for me to realize that once once I start tuning back, slowing down within myself, then things level out and I think that's a good lesson for things in general we tend to look on the outside for the blame but really if we just total responsibility Mm -hmm. anything that happens and even when we're triggered or when things hurt us it's never about the other we're always giving our power away and we should like 
take the moment to just look at it from a different perspective and as soon as we realize that what's pissing us off is that we've given that power away then we can just reclaim it it's as easy as that reclaim your power reclaim it but it's 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 mm. presence mm -hmm. and um i truly have a big i'm a leo i have a leo 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 everywhere <laughs> besides the asana which is sagittarius but i i genuinely today have people in my life that i love and that wasn't the case um i was surrounded by people to, to fill in the void but now i'm very mindful about who gets to come into my circle and then into my inner circle and and for me It's, it's super important because we were talking about energy. You know, the people you surround your, yourself with are a reflection of everything. Yeah, that energy. Rory Vaden, we talked about one time with Martika and we're talking about reputation. And this is like for, for, for entrepreneurs, you know, like people who are building a reputation or working on their brand or something. And sometimes say, okay, my reputation is amazing because I do good. But in reality, if you're surrounded by assholes, mm -hmm. your reputation is zit because you're surrounded by those people yeah those people have a direct influence on your life Definitely. or a representation on it so when you're choosing your tribe just be so mindful because they they, they either make you or break you i agree literally percent literally even a partner yeah. a life partner that's another conversation it's a reflection of yourself right you have to be mindful of that too yeah absolutely so i sorry go ahead chloe i just i wanted to ask you because i So for people who are listening, I know you you touched on a lot. Um, people get so stuck in this, um, so stuck in their stuck. They get so stuck in their mediocrity and so stuck in their, I'm used to something specific. And they have the intention of wanting to dive or jump or take for a spin or whichever way you want to put it into something new. And yet they lack the, maybe it's courage or maybe it's the, the final decision or and then they just retreat back to their stuckness and so i just want to know if you could give one piece of advice to people who are willing to take that leap but they just don't know where to start or how to start what what would it be first of all we're never really stuck we're always doing the best that we can in a given moment and with a given circumstance we're always doing the best that we can and i think that's the advice is to recognize that because as soon as you've recognized that you've already let go of judgment and once you've let go of judgment then the sky's the limit um what stops us mm. is our judgment and our fear that's and our right. yeah, that's <laughs> that's so good. So, i'm like just do it man like, no no that's for real so like, we you know we are so <laughs> Honestly, we're a society that's become so hard of ourselves and all it takes is, again, slow down and just recognize that you did the best that you can. If you can look back and take whatever lesson from that, we're always changing. Things are on a cellular level just that. We're always evolving. So that's we're so always cool. moving forward. And that's another thing you can recognize. So if, if you feel like you're not moving fast enough, maybe there's something behind there that you're running away from also. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that fear, maybe that judgment. So as long as you understand that you are always doing the best that you can in a given moment and be kind. I think the word is kindness. Be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because yes, as long as you can be kind to you, everything is okay. Um, and that's a hard one. It's very simple, but it's, it's hard too because it's, it's not how we've been raised. It's not how we've been taught. Uh, we've been taught, especially as women, to 
to strive faster, further, because we need to, and I think we need to actually do the opposite. I'm gonna bring one last analogy without talking about sex, but I, 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 I heard this. I don't, know, I don't know where I heard it from. I have to remember, but uh, we were talking with with Chloe actually about male and female energy, and that's a huge topic on the podcast. So if you're interested, mm, yeah, I'm very in that, excited about that. Um, <laughs> we we talked about the the the, the, the 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 ovula and then the sperm, and then what the ovula does is basically it it doesn't even pop. It gets popped out. It doesn't even pop itself. It just gets popped out from the ovary and just sits there. And, and that's what, and, and she's waiting to receive. And, and, yeah. and as long as we, <laughs> we're the ovula trying to do something to receive, it is not going to work. Um, we have to revert back to who we are. And, and that's, a, and, and I mean, there are, you know, and we're not talking about gay or not gay, like, cause we're talking about feminine energy. Um, mm-hmm. cause you can be whatever yeah it's it's not about non factor exactly yeah, i'm just putting it out there because i don't want to yeah. thanks but, for that i appreciate it. yeah you're very welcome yeah. but yeah and then when you look at the, the the little swimmers what their role to do is they're supposed to be fighting each other and running around and shoving and pushing and grinding and uh, together and then when and, and then once they get to the ovula there's <laughs> more because the ovula is like you know she has her she has her barriers and she's 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 royal and regal and sitting there and she won't just let anyone in she just you know she's there she's present she's glorious she's holding life and mm. and that's what we are and i guess that's what i want leaders to celebrate to, to, to actually accomplish so women can recognize how amazing they are and yes. just the way they are not with anything that needs to be fixed because we are not broken that's another thing we are fucking not broken mm. no one is broken no one needs to be fixed uh, we're just doing the best we can out of the cards we've been we've been dealt, and we create life. That's pretty cool. We create life, man. Mm. Isn't pretty that amazing? Cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. We create life. We're receiving, but just that is a strength in itself. And we're already slowed down. We're already doing that slowing down and just working on our energy. And then the guys are just like running. And but then, like you said, we just have to tap into that and remember that we are receiving. You receive a lot of things also. You have to learn how to channel all these energies and get rid of the ones that no longer serve you also because we take in a lot and sometimes we keep it inside. They kind of, you know, it's it's in the way of tapping into our own energy. I listened to Sadhguru yeah, yesterday yeah. was talking about memory and how in, in certain places like India, they don't touch each other because even the touch of the hand is transferring memory. And when you think that we can walk and we know what to eat, we don't put the food in our ears, do we? We know as babies that we need to put it in our mouth. Mm-hmm. This is all body memory. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not something we... It's just body memory. And it comes from centuries and centuries and centuries of mm-hmm. body memory. So just, you know, as you're processing experiences and peoples and things, what is the, the memory you want to put into those cells to transfer next? Yes. Ooh. And I'll finish wow. with this. When you're sitting on, on your on your porch and you're 96 and rocking on that chair, what is it you want to look at your life? Like, what did you accomplish? <laughs> is it a pile of stuff? I mean, we all love stuff. I love shopping. I'm, I, I do. I actually think I have a problem. Thank you, Fiona. <laughs> I didn't have that problem <coughs> she before. Cheetah <laughs> <laughs> friends. Um, but um, it, it's what you want to collect is memories. Mm-hmm. With the people you love and experiences and, and, and how you took that, that, that car on a ride. 
And, you and, have that car. Yeah, it's, but it's she's getting me into it. Ride. I'm like, I need to go on a ride now. <laughs> yeah. I need a new car. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just want to thank you girls for for agreeing to be part of this podcast. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, and thanks for sharing. This is yeah. uh, This is this is this is really. Thanks for cool. creating the space. Thank you yeah. for being part of the space, and uh, we look forward to servicing more and more people through the content. And um, yeah, and uh, if you guys didn't know Pam, now you know. Think <laughs> <laughs> people got a very good sense of the kind of person you are and like what you're gonna bring, uh, I guess, to their lives through this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.